I was like, oh my god, did I did I put the wrong you thing on it. again? No, oh my that's god. All good. Wait, let's see. Okay, it does say this. I gotta Yeah. Well. This all stays in. Hmm, always. It always yes, quite. Why are we both doing the same? Hmm, <laughs> yes, quite. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh, it's uh oh, because there's just the two of us. I know. We don't have anyone to leave. I should have put I should have put a fireplace behind us so we could have fire time oh. fireside chat. I don't have a bathrobe. We need we need gin. <laughs> I only have bourbon. I have lots of alcohol. I don't like gin. Don't. Why, why did I say gin? It should have been bourbon. Well, I don't know. Why would anybody or cognac? Right? Cognac. Like, yeah, that's one. Yeah. Who, who just mm, a nice snifter of gin? Mm. Pour me another snifter yes, of good. pine salt, please. Oh my god. Unless, of course, you know, Aviation Gin wants to sponsor the podcast. So. I mean. We are Canadian, Ryan Reynolds. Ooh. Yeah, but it's an American gin. Yes, but Canadian. I don't think you make gin. In, I don't think gin is a, it. Gin and bourbon, I think, are American-only things oh. by like their own definitions, right? Oh. Actually, no. They, no. What am I talking about? They make gin in, in the UK. Anyway. As someone who doesn't drink gin and reminds yeah. him, <laughs> it reminds me of uh, thinking, maybe I should go to the hospital and get my stomach pumped. <laughs> but I'm 17. Maybe I shouldn't do that. That's what the last I mean, time I really drank gin. Oh, I, I, yeah, I've never been. I've had it once, I think. It tastes like no, straight alcohol, <laughs> like like yeah. rubbing alcohol. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like as if it, as if you just throw an alcohol on a pine tree. It's true. That is exactly what it is. That's very, <laughs> very astute of you. Yeah. And on that, welcome to Geeks with Kids, the bi-weekly twice geeky okay. and thrice cheeky podcast from a parenting point of view. Hello, I'm David, and welcome to my fellow nerd. Eric. Singular. Me. Hi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I feel if we're going to start 2022 off right, we're going to have to go. We're going to. What? I can't read. We're going to need to let go of 2021. And to do that, we're going to have to talk about the last things that came out in 2021. Uh, but this will not be an exhaustive list because not everybody... Just me has watched everything. Apparently. I could only watch so much. I, I mean, I you know what? You don't know what have I watched a spouse. I don't have kids. I don't have any responsibilities until Wednesday. There was one movie we watched over and over and over. No, wait, sorry. There are two movies we watched over and over and over and over during the Christmas holiday or the the the, the holidays. Um, mm -hmm. It was Christmas again on Disney Plus, mm -hmm. which is a Groundhog Day esque movie where Christmas just keeps on happening over and over again to this kid. That sounds terrible. Uh, it it's you know it's not bad. It's 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 all right. <laughs> it's it's all right. Um, it's it has the kid from I don't know if you watched Lucifer, but the little girl who plays I Trixie. I not watched Lucifer. Oh, it's actually. a great show. You should watch it. Um, but the girl who plays Trixie is the main girl, and she's a horrible person, as you know these these time loop movies are. Mm -hmm. But you know she becomes a good person by the end of the movie. That's yeah. the plot of every time loop movie, isn't it's, it? It's true. It is. It really is. It's, it's purgatory until you stop being a bad person. Yep. She decided to help other people, uh, which was, you know, the Christmas uh, spirit. Break, it was really neat. The they, had a, they had a black uh, Santa in it. Like, Santa was black in that movie, which I really appreciated. Um, also, we watched Encanto on Disney+, Plus, which is... I've seen a couple of things. Uh, um, 
Jerry Holkins from Penny Arcade posted like six tweets in a row about it because they watched it three times in one night, I think. It's a lovely movie. Uh, the music... And his kids aren't young. No. <laughs> like his kids, are, I think, are in high school now. Nice. It's a fun movie. It's, you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda did the music, so I, I'm sure that had some pull because of, you know, Hamilton and all that stuff. Um, the music's really fun. The lead actress is Stephanie Beatrice, who is Rosa from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and she's nothing like Rosa. No, her voice she is has, nothing like Rosa's. Yeah, she is a phenomenal actress to keep that up all mm -hmm. the time. And a, like a wonderful singer. Like she had a oh, little, doubt it. Yeah. she had a little bit part in In the Heights where she sang mm -hmm. a little bit. So I was just like, okay, she's fine. And then she did this movie. I was like, holy shit, you're really good, really good. I like seeing people who are. Uh incredibly talented actually get to showcase their talents yeah. outside of like hey you're gonna play like obviously she likes playing you know and she, rose is a great part on parks or not parks and Rec, sorry <laughs> brooklyn 99 yeah for sure sorry it's like all one show it's just like the office into parks and Rec into brooklyn 99 oh my god all great um, shows just like although brooklyn 99 isn't a found footage or not whatever you know no like it's not, no, it's like not a, documentary style yeah that yeah Anyway, anyway. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk The Witcher and Matrix Resurrections. We were going to talk Don't Look Up, but Eric hasn't watched it yet. I haven't seen so. it yet. I really want to. And and I it did not, it did tell you what, it did not bring me joy. So I'm going to let it go. Uh, so I'm just going to let it go. What was like that? the girl in Frozen said, that's all. I don't know anything else about Elsa. Frozen. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Ice, ice girl. I also, yes. Let it go. Uh, before we talk. <laughs> about all that stuff though uh we should uh we should do what we always do and ask each other what's good what's good yeah what's good how was your christmas how was your new year's eve christmas was good um we the my living room was destroyed with wrapping paper well, yeah. as as is the way um it was fun this i got a i got a darth vader helmet which was cute. Oh, did you? Yeah. Like but a little one? Or? No, no, big one. Like the actual one. Um, it, it breaks away in three pieces. Um, so it has the, the neck thing and then it has the, the bottom part and then the, the top. Um, I, it doesn't fit my big ass head, which sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very so sad. David, David Prowse had a very egg head shaped head. That it was I, long. Oh man, I could fit into all my other ones. The Mandalorian one. I could fit into the Stormtrooper. I can't fit in Darth <laughs> Vader. The giant guys. Oh man, I don't understand it. Um, New Year's was fun. We just stayed at my parents' house and just chilled out there. Had food. Drank a little bit. Couldn't drink too much. I have children. And um, what else was good? What else is good? I watched The Matrix 1, 2, and 3. And those movies are so fucking good. Like, they hold up really well. They're very relevant to today. Um, I should have found the podcast where I said that. You <laughs> Just like, we, I did, yeah, I don't know. I think it was in October when I rewatched them, but. Yeah, yeah. And um just like I love the idea of how well we'll talk about it in the when we talk about the Matrix, but mm -hmm. the technology then versus the technology now and how they both mirror each other very well. Like it's it's crazy. Just listening to the fucking modem sounds is just like beautiful. <laughs> I feel like I didn't even hear that noise when the movie came out. Is really in ninety nine? I was still I was fifty six K um, well, dialing. we have nerds in my family who know mm. how to turn that noise off. That's fair. I like the you noise. Turn, you could, I don't know if people know this. You could turn that noise off. Yeah, that's true. I, I liked it. it. It let me know that my connection was secure and still going. <laughs> or at least it, mm -hmm. it connected properly because there would be mm -hmm. times when it wouldn't connect and I'd just be like, fuck. I would just look at the window on nope. my computer telling me it connected. Too lazy. 
Um, because <laughs> if I wanted to, you know, when I was like 13, I wanted to go the on the internet at 2 a.m. and you know, yeah. having still two sisters in the house and but, my mom like yeah. don't want anybody to know I'm going to the internet to yeah. download blade two or something it's gonna take 13 <laughs> hours or whatever it is yeah uh, i mean that never happened i never did that uh um yeah uh, yeah you know oh, my... I, I didn't want that super <laughs> they knew they knew like the uh, there was the um well we we ended up moving our computer down to the basement it used to be in my room mm-hmm. um and then we just put it down there and like it wouldn't wake up anyone which is nice when it was in my room i was doing bbc's BBSs, well, boy, it's just like BBSs. Uh, BBC something very else. <laughs> BBSs. <laughs> British Broadcasting Corporation, of yeah, course. Yes, it was. Um, but yeah, <laughs> BBSs, back when I had BBSs and stuff. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, yeah, remember, yeah. You know. yeah, actually, I don't want to, that's a rabbit hole. Oh, also, what's yeah. good? <clears throat> Guardians of the Galaxy on PS5. I got it for mm, like 40 bucks. Um, I have to stream more of that soon. I'm going to probably play some tonight, maybe. Um, I'm also going to get Big Brain Academy on my Switch, which I think my kid likes. But yeah, Dude, yeah. I started doing the jumbles in the newspaper. I'm 33 years old. I started doing the jumbles, doing some Sudoku. And every Discord I said that, like, oh, you're old. And I'm like, <laughs> first of all, yes, I'm older than a lot of these other people. Yeah. But uh, no. It keeps your Dude, brain like, sharp, man. Yeah. Also, it turns out really good at the jumbles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You should play I, that uh that Babel Royale. I do, yeah, I need to play that. It's I just, so much fun thing, though, because here's my what's good is I just reinstalled Harcraft helped me reset up Valheim. Yay! I'm gonna so go we'll for my first time. Stu yeah, set up his so, character, and he's like, "I'm gonna oh, be a Viking," God. and I'm like, "I got to do that still." We're all Vikings. That's the I, best yeah, part. I assume. <laughs> I um I didn't, so I'll I'll just explain a little bit. Um, I had a server previously. We beat all the bosses and. <clears throat> We we had a lot of issues. I don't know. We were having issues with the server that my brother runs. And even whatever, we got it all sorted out. And I logged in. And I didn't realize, because I named the world Archime, which is what I previously called it. Um, and I hadn't deleted the save on the server. So I just loaded back into my world. And I was like, I'm home. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> all, all my stuff's here. I was so excited. So... I'm gonna. I'm gonna. All I do is if I rename the world, it'll create a new seed, and then we'll nice. have. So we'll call it like Geekheim or whatever we want, you know. Yeah. Um, and we can do you know play around, but uh, yeah, we. I don't want the world like the world. We don't want the world to be done mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Because the world changes as you defeat the bosses in it, which is neat. Isn't there like a new like some DLC coming for it or something? There. So Hearth and Home came out sometime last year, and that updates the food system and some other things. Hmm. Um, but it's not really a content update. It, it technically is a little bit because, like, the, um, I was just running around in preparation for loading the server up, and your character is uh, server agnostic. So if mm. you play on like our server, and then you just you can have multiple characters in your game, and then whatever one you choose, you can bring them into whatever server you go into. Uh, but you keep your gear and your levels and stuff like that because you level up by doing things. Yeah, because it's sort of like Skyrim. I've never um, played Skyrim. You, uh, whatever, any Elder Scrolls game. <laughs> no, I, 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 I think I played 20 minutes of Skyrim. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Skyrim is for the Nords. Uh, I played Skyrim, so, but I played The Witcher before it, and I was like, I like The Witcher better. The problem I had at that time was I, I Battlefield 3 had come out. Mm. And Far Cry 3 had come out. I think by the time, like, so I didn't play these right away. And I would look down, and there are my feet. And I go, why doesn't every game have this? <laughs> why doesn't every game, oh, I want to hop a fence or man, like mantle and climb and stuff like that. See, every hands. game should just have that. Every game should just have that. And I'm sick of games not having it. 
Valheim's like one of the few games that doesn't have it that I'm kind of okay with it. Um, interesting. Yeah. Like Conan Exiles, which is very Valheim like, and another game I really want. The penis to simulator. Get into. Yeah. Plus, you know, <laughs> huge tracts of land. Um, you can just climb anything you want. You just climb stuff like you're like you can climb things. Yeah. And it just, yeah, I love that. So, um, <laughs> What was I saying about my character? Uh, I logged in. Yeah, I had all my stuff. Oh, I think I killed a deer in game, not in real life. Um, and it dropped something I had, like deer meat, and there was no deer meat in previous versions. Oh, like, I think you only got meat from boars, and there's these things called um, gex, not gex, uh, necks. I think they're necks, and they're just like lizards, like semi aquatic lizards. And they drop tails, and you cook and eat the tails, and they, you know, they use them for potions and stuff, but like Breath of the Wild. I gotta beat Breath of the Wild as well. Shit. <laughs> I got a whole bunch. Dude, I got Project Zomboid. I haven't beat Borderlands 3. I was gonna I buy beat... Borderlands 3, but I was like, ugh. I feel Man, like. I'm... It's fun. It's yeah. just, it's not as. It's, you gotta, I feel like you gotta play with yeah. like several people. That's how I played Borderlands 2. And yeah, yeah, the 1. The stream just crapped. Did it? Yeah, I'm looking at it. Why? It says nothing got dropped. I'm seeing the reconnect screen. Okay. Let me refresh. Because if it was on my end, it would just not be showing it. But but yeah. Weird. That is weird. Oh, it's back. Oh. I don't understand. It says zero drop frames. That's what makes more less sense. It wasn't. You didn't drop frames. Your connection was lost. Oh, that's right? even weird. Because it would have. Yo, I just realized the new nameplates. The lower those are sweet. I like that font. Yeah, I'll send you the font later. It's free. Oh, cool. I think it's called Road Rage. It's a Google Ooh, font. Road Rage. Yeah. Anyway, we should probably we should probably move on. Yeah. Why not? Why um, not? Before we talk about The Witcher, I think we should uh, just touch on, you know, sadly, we lost Betty White for mm -hmm. the new year. And uh, I just think that there was nothing that wasn't improved with her presence. Betty White was like an inspiration and um, just a wonderful person. She did amazing work for animals. It's just crazy. She They were actually going to do a celebration on her birthday on the 17th. Um, it, it was going to get streamed all over in, in theaters. It was called Betty White... 100 years young a celebration they've renamed it to betty white a celebration and they're still gonna show the movie because it's all interviews with people that she was friends with but you know they're mm -hmm. gonna update it a bit to reflect her passing so close i know but you know she probably was like you know what i'm gonna go on the last day just so that everyone does cheers to me on new year's everyone across the world <laughs> That's a I way to go, man, right? There's like kind of two ways to look at it. Like, did she take this awful year? She's like, like, like Gandalf smiting the Balrog. Mm -hmm. Like, we're done with this. Or was it like, did that this terrible year take another wonderful thing from us? I I feel like she's uh I feel like she she does what she wants. I don't think it yeah, took it. She, I would hope so. she Yeah. Also, um Al Larson, Alan Larson, who is the father of Jonathan Larson passed away um, the same day. Um, and he was a, a wonderful like advocate for his son's work who died of Marfan syndrome uh, or 
yeah, died of Marfan syndrome. Yeah. And Jonathan Larson created Rent and, you know, mm. Tick, Tick, Boom, which, you know, recently became a film. So, you know, it's sad That's to... the new Andrew Garfield film. Who And he's phenomenal in it. Um, he embodies Jonathan Larson like no other. I've seen so many documentaries on Jonathan Larson and just seeing Andrew Garfield portray that, him, was just like, wow, he brought him to life. It's he, Man, Andrew Garfield, such a good actor. It's also another Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah. Thing. Like, this, his, he's working so hard. It's his first direction, uh, directed movie. And he did it during the pandemic. <laughs> and it's a musical, so they're really belting things out. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he got, like, the craziest Broadway cameos in that movie. Like, just the craziest people are in there. Like, Broadway legends are sitting there with new Broadway legends. And, oh, my God. Whew. And people that influenced Jonathan's work and were influenced by Jonathan's work. Oh, it's such a good movie. Go watch it. It's on Netflix. <laughs> All right. Let me Maybe. know what you think. Let me know what you think. Watch I it just won't, like just because I'm not a Andrew Garfield a himself person. like is phenomenal in it. Like just seeing his performance. Mm. Wonderful. <laughs> Did we lose? The I haven't even again? watched Bo Burnham Inside yet because that's oh my god. But it's Bo Burnham. It's always musical all, for him. All I know is the first song, "Welcome to the Internet," which I do love, mm -hmm. but. I, I think I, I do songs differently. Yeah. I don't like musicals. I don't want like a song after a song. I just want to like, I want to listen to an album. Yeah, that's so. what Inside is. It's an album. Yeah, I should listen to it. He, <laughs> there's a song that he does Sorry. called um, White Woman's Instagram. And my kids will randomly start singing it. And I think that's hilarious. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> <laughs> and the first time I saw it, I, like I was watching this like what, one o'clock in the morning. I just started dying laughing. The whole the whole thing made me happy and sad all at the same time. There's some existential. That's the thing I don't want. I don't. I don't. It. This is the thing about um, don't look up. Is I I can't. What else? Oh, I watched the movie Hawk told me to watch on um on Wednesday, last Wednesday when we were watching uh, Book of Boba Fett. I watched High Rise. Oh yeah. I can't do any more dystopias, man. It is. I yeah. Can't do it. it. This like, like I can do Black Mirror, which for is some reason, yes, but I can't do I can't watch the descent into madness anymore. Like we're living in it, and I can't, <laughs> man, I can't just skip to the end, skip to the Mad Max part. Well, luckily we watched the um, Matrix Resurrections, which is a like mini Black Mirror esque movie. <laughs> I wouldn't even say it's mini. It's like two and a half hours, I think. No, by mini, I meant like it's a Black Mirror movie. It is. But... A, yeah, very Black Mirror adjacent. Oh, God, that movie. What else happened? Um, <laughs> Betty White. Nothing. Nothing else happened. Like The Witcher. Else. The Witcher came out. Yeah. The Witcher came out December 17th. And it premiered on Netflix. Mm -hmm. As all the Witcher things do right now. Yep. Uh, stars... Henry Cavill, Freya Allen, Anya, I'm going to say this wrong because I'm going to try to say it too fast. Anya, Anya, yep. Chalatra, uh -huh. Mimi, Nduiani, yeah. Eamon Farron, Mayanna Burring, Anna Schaefer, Joey Beatty, Tom Canton, Media Simpson, Simpson, mm -hmm. and Kim Bodna. Kim, Kim Bodnia? Bodnia? I'm probably, I'm probably, yeah, I don't know. He's a, he's a Finnish, Norwegian actor? Um, he was really good. Yeah. Uh, 
anyway, obviously it's a sequel to the standout first series of The Witcher. Uh, this season uh, is nicely in order because it's actually... The first season was based on two different novels, which are actually short a series of short stories, yeah. like sort of vignettes that take place before the the main Witcher series. This book is actually like starting to follow the plot. Um, what's interesting though is it doesn't follow the plot directly. It does move things, move some things around, and mm. some of the villains or monsters are made for the show because mm. sometimes it's easier to tell a story from a novel. And they added plot like major plot yeah. points and they remove some and you know what i'm fine with it but they introduced a really good one at the end of the season it did and it felt or it didn't feel weird no either. i actually liked it it wasn't like you know some shows are like we gotta set this thing up for down the line and you're like what is, what and it just like comes out of nowhere yeah this was like oh no, no this is like gonna be a problem yeah this is clearly gonna be a problem, and we know why it's a problem, sort of, because these things are touching each other. Oh, but by the way, people listening, we're gonna spoil shit, like a lot of shit. Yeah, I don't. I, I yeah, I think we, I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it. Fuck yeah, it was great. I think it was better than the first season. It was. Mm. I love the first season. I but know. There's some moments here. This one was a little oddly enough. I think darker. Yes. Well, felt- it 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 didn't seem as disjointed, so it felt on a whole darker right it also isn't dealing with the same things Mm because it's like this season is about Geralt embracing the destiny that is you know him with Ciri rather than like the whole first season is like I don't want this destiny it's like yeah but you know it's gonna happen that's the whole point of destiny in fantasy it's it's going to happen whether you resist it so this show was like I didn't know what was gonna happen I didn't know that they were gonna you know end up Mm -hmm. um I didn't know you know you know what? I will agree with you. This no, was this what, was darker. But this bad felt, things were going to happen to people. This felt like a giant Grimm's fairy tale. That's what it felt like, and which is good, which is a good, good thing. Fantasy. Like the actual Grimm's fairy tale, because um, the the books, if you if you've read them, I'm talking about the people out there, but they they're very much based on the uh, the the folklore of the area, right? So that was the interesting thing is that. Um, the thing they chose is for this season is not in the books, but it does fit. The, um, you know, it's a Slavic monster, mm-hmm. and it's actually weird to me that it's not in because that creature exists in basically every, uh, not even just Slavic folklore, but basically all folklore. Yeah, yeah. And if I think it fit, like I didn't even know it wasn't a Witcher thing at first. Yeah, I was like, oh no, this yeah, this sounds like The Witcher, and I googled it, and I'm like, oh, this is not okay, cool. It was in Hellboy the movie too, <laughs> which was yeah. you know fucking terrible. But um, this is the the remake Hellboy, not the original good ones. Yeah. Um, but I remember yeah, seeing Rasputin it. Was <laughs> was way better, but like fucking like seeing it, I didn't expect it obviously because it wasn't in the books. So when I saw the house with the legs, I was just like, what? Oh, what? immediately I was like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, Holy spoilers shit. from now on, Baba Yaga. Uh, I was like, oh, freaking Bobby. Although they didn't call her Baba Yaga. It was at... Uh, Volothmir. Vol- Volothmir. Volothmir, yeah. Yeah, that's a much more Witcher-sounding name as well. Like, mm. the way they, he's named thing. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I, I loved how insidious this enemy was. Like, just like... Because you didn't know he was a bad guy either for most of the series. You think, oh, this is like some weird... 
you know, like maybe it's like a, the gin again where it's going to try and twist a wish mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. But the further we got, it was like, oh, this is real bad. And it was great because people who read the book were just like, like, we, yeah, we, didn't, we know. didn't know. So because spoilers, I don't know why I keep saying that because this is all spoilers. Yennefer doesn't lose her magic in the books at all. So the fact that that happened, I was like, holy shit, where's the season going? And it made me really excited. And, you know, we've seen so many adaptations and so many times you're just like, okay, well, you know, they changed this and they changed that. And that was sort of shitty, but this was like all really good and felt in line with what would have happened in the Witcher. It, it felt like one of those things. Cause like if Yennefer didn't face consequences for doing what she did, mm-hmm. you're like, well, she's just the most powerful. Why doesn't everybody do this <laughs> exactly. Then, right. Why doesn't everybody just tap into fire and magic then? If no one's supposed to, but she can and nothing bad happens, then why can't... Or is it just her that can do this? And now all of a sudden, of course, everybody around Geralt is super special. It's like, no, she did it, and then she lost her fucking magic. Because of it, yeah. Um, I liked seeing that there were other people who used magic. I can't remember if that happened the or use fire magic. And I'm sure it happened in the book. I just can't remember it at that the That guy, yeah, the, the, the... What do they call him? Firefucker? He's from yeah. the book. Yeah, I thought so. But it's, it's interesting because... <clears throat> They do the kind of thing they do in a lot of fantasy series where they're like, oh, we're going to shift, you know, timelines around because mm-hmm. like people are supposed to meet who now will never meet. Eskel. Um, <laughs> but it's like, does that matter? I mean, I'm sure there are fans out there who are like, this is terrible. It's like my favorite part of the book. It's like, yes, it's unfortunate. Um, but it's they couldn't show 30 different witchers. Just like we only have one witcher school in this. Mm-hmm. We don't even talk about the other schools. We don't talk about Eagle or, or Snake. snake. You know, Vi- Viper, sure. Viper, Viper, not Snake. That's yeah, a snake. Yeah. <laughs> just have, just, as far as we know, in terms of the show, as far as we know, the only witchers that exist are the School of the Wolf. I hope they talk about it, the other ones. I really hope so, because Witcher 2, Assassin of Kings, the game is almost a direct a- adaptation of one of the novels, and mm-hmm. that's an evil witcher. So is that guy going to be, you know, like just another School of the Wolf? Who yeah. didn't show, like, oh, God, I hope go, Why didn't we see him? Yeah, like, so hopefully, because I think he's a Viper. Well, yeah, well, in the in the dungeons of Kermorin, you see the Viper sword that uh, hmm. right. It's right beside Geralt's silver sword, which he never uses in the in the show. So there's actually something I like about that this series because we didn't see him constantly walking around with two swords on his back, mm-hmm. which is something that, as someone who likes swords, it's like just you just wouldn't do it. It just mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. He didn't and do like, that in the book, though. Whole- so. Yeah, he had no, own. but it was the video games made it super popular because you know yeah, they want to do yeah. that thing, even though you couldn't physically draw it. <laughs> right with the with the scabbards, yes, people have developed scabbards. You can pull swords from your back, um, but like, yeah, you would just keep your swords on your horse, which yeah. he does here, which mm-hmm. makes me very happy. Uh, and he did in some of the previous seasons, but um, yeah, he didn't need his silver sword. He hasn't come up against anything until really the end of the this end. season yeah. when the basilisks, basilisks, basilisks. He did fight the, uh, he did fight one creature, but that creature didn't require a silver sword. No. I um, think it's only when it's something truly terrible or something strong in magic that I needs the silver. It, well, it's also supposed to be certain creatures. I yeah. Because, like, it's supposed to be, like, all monsters, um, but obviously not. Yeah. Well, I guess not. I guess if, if it cuts through something. it It's also one of those things to me. It's like, well, they're like, okay. A stake through their heart will kill a vampire. I'm like, that will kill anybody. I don't know if you're aware. <laughs> you true. can't survive with a stake in your heart. 
Do you know if we cut off your head and then burn the body and then throw the head in water and then bless the water? And then, yes, that will kill more than just <laughs> most things. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think about um, Eskel getting possessed by that um, thing? What was it called? Leshy. God. It was a leshy. 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 And then be dying. Basically getting. Killed. I mean, I don't have any connection to Eskel because I didn't read any of the books and I didn't play the games. He. But. But yeah. I think we didn't. I know they wanted to have an emotional payoff for that, but I don't think we get it because no. we only see Geralt going. He's acting weird. Yeah, I like wish we got to show, know him for tell. a while. Like yeah. they should have done the Eskel later in the season. That would have been sadder. Like maybe yeah. midway or something. It, maybe we just needed a longer season because it was only eight episodes. Eight episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Ten. Just give yeah. me two more. Have him die a little bit later. I wanted to yeah. know him. Like he's supposed to be like a important witcher obviously we see that from uh yeah from Volmir. he's basically Geralt's or best Vesemir, friend sorry. as well yeah um, um he helps fight the wild hunt in <laughs> later on which yeah i guess and isn't gonna happen we're, we're kind of left with like two knuckleheads we're like the the wigs wigs the the, the bigs and wedge of final yeah. fantasy in this game and i'm like man <laughs> They were in the okay. books, and they did definitely help Siri train, which I... Oh, man, the training sequences of Siri? Mm. Fucking awesome. I love that. This season really upped its game on production-wise, and, you know, they fixed the fucking... Um, what are they called? The the Nilfgaardian armor? That doesn't look like a fucking ball sack. Yeah. <laughs> I, at first, I was like, why is it gold all of a sudden? I like it. Like, it looks what, nice. I was like, I'm like is, this, is my crazy? Why are they wearing gold armor? But it's like, no, they just, you know... They made it nicer. Yeah. Uh, also, they made uh, God. I almost called him Dandelion. <laughs> yeah, oh, Skier. Yeah, his uh, his Yo, coat. his coat. His dude. Purple. I and that's, then he has a feather hat. That's Fuck. that's like straight Matrix right yep. there. I was like, yep. what the hell? What? I'm like, I guess it makes sense. I guess you could have that if you wanted a big leather coat. Yeah, he had a purple coat in in the books. Mm. So it was nice seeing that. It kind of, you know, what? It's kind of like a pimp coat, isn't it? it, it, it <laughs> he looked like Prince. Like he did. Let's be honest. That's what made also, him awesome. Joey Beatty is ripped. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Like, he's like, I was like, there's a scene where he gets, he goes to bathe. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the hell? Why is this guy can't fight, right? Did you tell me this character can't fight, but he's this muscular? You know, playing instruments is very, uh, you know, is it? Mus is he, he, you know, if anything, he's, but the thing is, he's got too many muscles to look like a drummer because drummers are usually like very lean, yep, right? Yep. If anything. So I'm like, what the, is he a, he's not a bassist, that's for sure. <laughs> he could play all, so all the instruments he plays in the show, he can play in real life, apparently. I did, I watched an interview and he said he can play them, but very poorly. Because <laughs> I guess the, I think he's the lute. Yep. And he's like, this is an incredibly difficult instrument, mm -hmm. which well, I would believe. They're all double stringed, like, right? Yeah. Which is crazy. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I can't do any of that. I had a guitar once. <laughs> I have a number of guitars all over there somewhere. I can't. I couldn't play it. So I can see three above my head um, right here. What? What was like? What was your? Do you have like one favorite moment? Oh Jesus! Or like like a or a surprising moment? Because I have a very surprising moment. Um, I'm surprised at how much they showed the wild hunt, which I I really like. I like when they went to the the other sphere. I thought that was a phenomenal sequence, and all of that. Like that whole ending, that last sequence, the last episode was just so good. And I sat there, I was like, well, fuck, I'm going to watch this episode again. Because I was watching on my computer, and mm. I was like, you know what? I need to watch this on my TV. This episode needs to be watched on my TV. <laughs> so I watched it again, and it's just phenomenal. I love I love the, the tension between Geralt and um, 
like Geralt and Yennefer in that last it just never ends like they just can't I like that they're like because these two people definitely are like getting over the fact that Mm -hmm. they haven't been able to be together there's even a a nice scene with Triss and Geralt right where they're like like oh they do like each other yeah but he's like I can't be what you're looking for yeah I'm, I'm sad that they we didn't get much time with, between those two characters. Like I feel like we got. I didn't expect to see them together at all. Well, they, like when she showed up, I was like, "What the hell? Why is what?" There are times in the books where I I believe that him, Triss, and Siri are training together. So mm. I, I expected it, but I I expected more of it. I guess I feel like they also made her look less like her and more like the way people want her to do be depicted like she mm-hmm. had way more makeup on you couldn't see her freckles anymore she was way paler and she's not a very pale person to begin with no no and you could definitely see the red in her hair and i was like why are they listening to this criticism like yeah I like or maybe they're not maybe they actually wanted to go that direction but it just felt weird to me that like there were a, there were a lot of little shifts like that in the show i didn't notice that to be honest I did. I, like, it was very stark to me. I was like, wait a minute. I noticed like, the, the red in her hair more because I remember yeah. thinking last year, like, oh, she's more brown haired. That's a little weird, yeah. but whatever. Because I thought she was well, good as natural. a character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even I now, she, it didn't yeah. look that bad. So No, no, it, looked, it all looked natural, but it was just like, again, like these little changes, which most shows won't do either, right? Like, mm-hmm. they don't want, like, changing the Nilfgaardian armor is kind of a weird, like, retcon. Mm-hmm. But you could also be like, well, no, no, no. These are new troops. They've got new armor because they've taken over. They've been here. They're entrenched. Whatever. They're, they're. You know, you're gonna make new armor with your new blacksmiths. You're just gonna use the metals you have. Yeah, maybe they have better um, materials on this continent than over in Nilfgaard. Wow. Whatever. I don't know. Different smiths. Um, the most surprising thing to me, and it's a more of a meta thing, was I didn't know Graham McTavish was in this show. And that he I was didn't just know gonna he was going to be up. in it either. He was just going to show up and just like not wear a shirt and start flexing. And I'm like, what is going? What? Like this is remember this is Dracula from Castlevania. Yep. And I was just like, what is good? What? Like this is great voice actor. He's done plenty of like act normal. What do I say? Like on screen acting roles, mm-hmm. but he does a lot of really good voice work. And he plays like, I don't know if Dijkstra is insane or not because he's playing it so well he's definitely um eccentric he's phenomenal in that role he's so so good just came out of nowhere and starts chewing the scenery and i'm like what is what i was so surprised very happy Mm -hmm. um because he's also i thought he was a mage at first and he's not a mage he's the head of redanian intelligence which is the name of the episode he appears in at first um and i'd like that the show isn't trying to be Game of Thrones, but it is trying to go, listen, there's a lot of political maneuvering going on here mm-hmm. because that's what happens when a war breaks out. And that's what happens when, you know, a peace is made and everybody's worried about Nilfgaard and everybody's worried about, okay, where are all these elves going? And I really like how they're, they're focusing on uh, the, the, the struggle that the elves are going through. Cause I yeah. don't know how much the book delves into that. They do. I feel like it's, it's talked about. Yeah. But we've got POV characters in uh, Phil Philavandrel and his, I guess, wife. Even though they don't mm. seem very close at first, yeah. Uh, but the king and the queen of the elves. And last okay. season, when we saw Philavandrel, he was not. Oh, he was the king of the elves. Sorry, I'm thinking yeah. of um, the. There's a prequel that they brought it. To, so if you if you actually liked Witcher two, dear listener, and you want more Witcher, there is an excellent. Uh, animated show, oh, movie God, so that was made by the folks who made the Netflix Castlevania and features a lot of the same voice cast 
called The Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf. It was released August 23rd of last year. Uh, and I, I struggled to get through the first half. Really? The second half. Yeah, it was it was kind of slow. Not a lot of action, a lot of talking, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of setting things up. But as soon as like it's like as soon as you hit the half, like the 50 percent mark, it just like it goes and it doesn't stop until the end. And it tells the story of Vesemir. Uh, at the very end, you get a nice little baby. Well, not baby, but like a six-year-old Geralt. Um, it, I, it was really sweet. And uh, it was cool to see like a Witcher origin story. Like, yeah. And then- in a different, it's a different Witcher. Because like even Geralt, it's not his origin story, what we yeah. see. Uh, in the, which I like that we're not just like, you know, doing the normal superhero mm-hmm. thing. But seeing Vesemir go from like, all right, this is... I'm just a witcher, whatever, do my thing to here's how the world's changed. And it explains a lot of what yeah. happens in, in this series. It's what I really wanted in the prequels from Star Wars. It's the the height of the witchers. And mm. and then we see their downfall, or at least one school's downfall. And the witchers aren't just bickering amongst themselves about mm. how to not interfere with the galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> we need What about roots. the Wookiee situation on the... <laughs> Kashyyyk? Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. Let's just send Yoda. He's he's fine. He's friends with them, right? Yeah. Let's do that. Good relations um, I have with the Wookiees. The guy who played Vesemir in the in the animated one was really good. Who was he? Theo James. That, he's from yes. those um those bad movies. What are they called? He's in some of the underworld. Divergent. Movies. Divergent. Last, oh, I think he's in the last two underworld movies. Also playing a vampire. I've not um, seen that. Sorry, he doesn't play a vampire in the. No, he does. Yeah, yeah. He plays. No, he's not a vampire in Castlevania. He's the guy who's like, uh, he's one of the makers or whatever they're called, oh. the Smiths. He was like kidnapped. He was four in Divergent. I four? guess that, that's a, I've never that's seen, a, I've I've never seen, seen him either. He was also in uh, Castlevania as Hector. Yeah, Hector. That's it. Yeah, he's he's like a Smith and he works for the the vampires. Really good. He's really good. So good as um, uh as Vesemir. I bet he's. I mean, he's one of those actors. You're like, I bet he does really good Shakespeare, and I bet. He does it a lot, and mm-hmm. we don't get to see it because we're not in the UK. Yep, that's true. Oh, man. We could have seen Tom Hiddleston and, like, act on stage. Oh, fuck. I mean, that would be, that would be phenomenal. Um, do you, is there anything else you want to say about The Witcher? I, I really like it. Everyone that. needs to watch it. I can't wait till the next season. I can't wait for Blood Origin to come out. They had the trailer at the that's, end of those. Yeah. Thing. So we can all look forward to more Witcher goodness. Uh, there's a prequel miniseries set 1,200 years before the events of the television series. Which will shed light on some of the goings on and origins of certain. I, I call them orders, like the Witcher orders, because the show mm. will be about the first Witcher. Yeah, uh, it's it was... called the Witcher Blood Origin. It will release sometime this year in 2022, apparently. Oh God, um, it's 2022. Fuck, I keep forgetting. Yeah, yeah, it's 2022. <laughs> um, and presumably, like th- we know, we're getting more Witcher now. Yeah. Like they said, they've got a seven season plan. Yeah. So season three, I would imagine, is going to come out in 2023. I'm hoping it comes at the end of this year. Apparently, they're going to try and filming soon. So I, I hope. I hope so. Um, clearly, big productions have figured out how to deal with... Uh, well, maybe not anymore, because Omicron is... Uh, More airborne. Yeah. It's a different uh, beast. I was planning um, on going you know, to the States sometime soon, but that's not going to happen. You know, I'd like to play D&D in person with yeah. one of my friends again. It'd be nice. Time. I would like to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was supposed to start school. I mean, I'm starting school, 
yeah again virtually it won't yeah it will be virtual god damn which i'm actually kind of relieved about to be honest <laughs> but everything else like i want to be able to you know go to the store normally yeah um, i agree anyway all right so <laughs> blood uh, origin sometime this year it has um yeah michelle yao michelle yo yeah looks really good it looks so good There's she's a an elf you can She's a badass elf. She, they're all, I think they're all elves, but one of them, actually. I couldn't, I wasn't really paying attention. All I saw um, was Michelle Yeoh, and I was like, I have to watch her in this trailer. Just her. Also, they do elf ears really well in this show. Mm -hmm. They don't look like, just like little clips or whatever. Like, they look good. Yeah. Some shows do not do a very good job with elf ears. This show's done a good job. Damn, yeah. Damn, sure. Uh, all right. Eric, do you like robots? Oh, fuck yeah. Who doesn't? Well... Good, because there are a lot of them in The Matrix Resurrections. Oh, my God. No, yeah. it's Resurrections. No, I wrote Resurrections. <laughs> uh, it's The Matrix. The Matrix Resurrections released on December 22nd of 2021. It's directed by the returning Wachowski, Lana. It's written by Lana and David Mitchell, who is not the British comedian, oh. uh, but who is a British person, and Alexander Heman. Uh, both of them worked with Lana Wachowski on Sense8, actually. Makes sense, because the whole Sense8. the whole cast of Sense8 is in this movie. Is the whole cast? Pretty basically? much. Like, I think they had pretty much everyone. I think they might so, have missed one or two. So it, it stars a returning Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, uh, but has a bunch of new excellent faces. I guess not new to Eric and Sense8 fans, but uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen, uh, Jonathan Groff, who I loved in uh, uh, Mindhunter. And I loved them in Spring Awakening. We'll never see any more Mindhunter. Uh, Jessica Henwick, who we found Fucking out amazing. Was, was holding out. She was amazing. She was been holding out to return, hopefully, as a daughter of the dragon. Uh, I can't remember the characters. Colleen <laughs> Wing. That's right. Because I, God, I, I, I started rewatching Daredevil. Me too. I'm not rewatching. I'm not rewatching Iron Fist, dude. Nope, I'm not doing it. No way. I forgot. I forgot the, like that. Were, there's some amazing actors in there doing an amazing job, but I'm not going to do it. Um, <laughs> Uh, sorry, Neil Patrick Harris is Fucking in this, amazing. and there's a bunch of other people who actually I don't want to say because I didn't know they were in them. And if you don't know they're in them, I think it's actually a really nice surprise when they show up. Unless you're fans of Sense8 and we ruined that already. <laughs> uh, I, well, I don't. I, I don't know. I never watched Sense8. So. That's true. Um, there's only a, I about? think there's only three or four of them that were in it, but yeah. I think there's someone who wasn't in anything who's in this who's a cameo. It was very short, mm -hmm. but I was like, what the hell? Mm -hmm. And they get like a full credit. Uh, anyway, uh, what is it about? Well, to find out if... Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. The synopsis is to find out if his reality is a physical or mental construct. Mr. Anderson, a.k.a. Neo, played by Keanu Reeves, obviously, will have to choose to follow the White Rabbit once more. If he's learned anything, it's that choice, while an illusion, is still the only way out of or into the Matrix. <laughs> Neo already knows what he has to do, but what he doesn't know is that the Matrix is stronger, more secure, and far more dangerous than ever before. That I that's a real thing I found. Like that's the real like synopsis I found from That's a weird synopsis. Yeah. Um it's I don't think you I think it like the Matrix, you don't want to tell people no. what this movie is about. I'll tell you what, it's very fucking meta. It I is. loved that. It I loved that. We were saying this um, off stream, but this is what Black Mirror is to us. Like it's a very good reflection of society now. It is it is it's it's amazing. So we we both so we said earlier you rewatched the three first three Matrix films. Oh my god, they're so good. <laughs> lately, and I rewatched them late last year. Mm. I they're great. They hold up so well. The CGI is so good. Still, really, I mean all the everything. Um, they've influenced cinema so much. Now, mm. I mean, we wouldn't have John Wick, let alone so many other things, right? But 
let alone the fact that they're still so time. In fact, they're more timely now mm. than they were then because we're so much more connected to the internet now, especially now with the pandemic where you're just basically always, there's nothing to do but be online now, mm. right? There, there's something to be said about how in the original matrixes they had to go to a broadcast level to get to online i guess where air quotes that but now with, with the new matrix you're always online like it's so crazy to think about how technology has evolved for both no more wi-fi just in one room yeah. of your house no <laughs> which you by the wi-fi. way there wasn't wi-fi in 1990 yeah i was gonna say i don't remember there, there, there probably was some form of wireless internet but we it wasn't commercial not for us nope yeah. I, I i remember seeing and hearing those dial tones for modems and hearing it in the matrix was just like precious um seeing cell phones being a uh, it didn't look like it was a very prevalent thing in 99 or at least in the movie like it was only certain people that had cell phones if you remember my my brother had one i got one when i was like my brother gave me one when i was like 13 but it was one of those prepaid ones Mm, yeah i got a cell phone i I didn't have a job or second year yeah so like it only lasted like a year before my mom was like, I'm not, I'm not paying for it. Cause I would like call my friends and be like, I'm at your house. Like, which is normal now <laughs> to text people like here. But when you're 13 I... and you call someone's house to tell them you're outside, even though they're just like, yeah, just come in the door. We're going to play, we're going to play risk. And when you I know? was in first year, I got a clear net phone on and during frost week. Remember clear net? Um, nope. they, they were what, um, not kudo tell us it was before they, okay. they, they, before tell us, bought them and then they changed them, uh, changed everything. Um, and in first year there was nothing like no one need, like, I don't know why I needed it. I didn't need it. I had the phone there, but whoever wanted to call me, just called me on my landline landline, <laughs> which, or not at all. They would just show up because that's how it was back yeah. then. Oh my God. Back then. When I first met you, I was 19. I did not have a cell phone and people we were in that production with made fun of me for not having a cell phone because they were like, what are you talking about? Everybody has a cell phone. And I was like, I have a cell phone. That was what? 2008, right? Ish. Uh, Seven. Yeah, yeah. 2008 sounds about right. Yeah. And uh, like my cell phone back then was probably like one of those ones where you had to press a button multiple times to text people. Yeah. Like I never called people on my fucking cell phone. Even then I, I still don't call people. I hate calling people. I didn't get a cell phone. Like, you know, I said, like, I had one when I was a kid. That I don't really count that. But I got one when I was 21 going to, like, right before I went to college. And it was the HTC Magic. And it was the, I can't remember, it was the first something. But that was a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) The reason why I got a cell phone, honestly, after after university was because I drove to Toronto every day in Mississauga. And I was like, if I get stuck somewhere, I need a tow. And that's why I got a cell phone. (laughs) And really, I didn't. There's not a lot of places to walk to between. Well, there might be now because there's mm. plenty of. Uh, you know, I was on the 407, on. so it's just like uh, I guess I. Oh, will... well, then you're definitely fucked. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> exactly. Is that before they sold it? I, there's like people, somebody listening in Australia, going like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" <laughs> we do actually have the listeners fuck's in 407 <laughs> and Japan for some reason. Um, awesome. Yeah, those are my favorite listeners. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, like the 407 is a paid for highway that yeah, sort of. Privately owned for toll reason. highway in Ontario, the only one, by the way. Yeah, and you get places faster, <laughs> obviously. 
because no one's on it and you can speed and there's no cops on it so there are cops on it we knew where the speed traps are anyway it's not important but cell phones (laughs) not really a thing back then yeah oh my god um and they had super cool cell phones in the original matrix the banana phone everybody wanted the phone that clicked you clicked a button it slid out which has no use whatsoever what are you talking about it made you look cool i wanted it it so badly Fuck. the clicky pet the thing is it makes you look cool but if you keep doing it, it's really annoying it's like you want to be the person with the clicky pen yes 100 you don't want anybody else to have a clicky pen yes 100 <laughs> percent. i you know how hard i looked for that phone after i saw this so i saw the matrix like the original 99 one in high school i was 18 um and i was fucking high when i saw it and it blew my brain and then i was like forever i like right afterwards i was like i have to find this phone and they only sold it in europe i was like fucking hell why I like that you and i are like exact opposites because i did not see this movie in theaters because i was 13 yep. or 12 yeah and my brother my oldest brother saw it and he came home he's like this movie's amazing i'm yep. like well tell me what's about and he because he, he's this is what kind of person he is he's like i'm gonna take our your sister so she was she's three years older than me he's like i'm gonna take her to go see it for her birthday because <laughs> it came out around her birthday yeah. and i'm like well i want to go and they're like well it's r-rated so like because like the violence and stuff so it's like my mom was like nah so uh, i didn't get to see it but he told me what it was about and i just like yelled i'm like it's about computers and my sister was like shut up i'm about to go see this movie. <laughs> i'm like okay i and remember he expl- so he explains it but i didn't get to see it and then we got the vhs and we didn't like so i was a, like eight months older and i just watched the vhs tape like it made a difference <laughs> someone yelled out the matrix is the matrix is a computer in line while we were waiting for it and i was like mm-hmm. i don't understand what you're talking about and it yeah, didn't make it sense didn't, you can spoil the movie it didn't make any fucking sense to people you want to know how crazy this movie was so i saw it on opening night mm-hmm. they oversold the theater so people were sitting in the fucking stairwell like that's what back like back then when they that's were allowed to do no, that. No, no, I know they don't do that anymore. I don't think they were allowed to do that. They just did it. They just did it. Yeah, this was St. Catharines yeah. and you know Wild West or whatnot. I don't know. <laughs> I, that's actually I really like that theater. Actually, it was in the mall. It was shitty back then. <laughs> I mean, it probably wasn't great when I went, but it yeah. was just like nobody went there. The so. new one is really nice because uh, Marcus yeah. saw Spider Man there. And he took pictures and he's like, look at these fucking giant seats. <laughs> There's what no one I here. There? I saw I saw Paul there twice because I saw it in college. I was in college. You saw, I saw Paul twice? And I, I paid for all my friends to go because I was like, guys, this movie, you're going to love this movie. Like, well, you know, we're pro- I was always buying them. I was always buying yeah. them lunch. I would be like, well, fine. Like, you guys don't blah, blah, blah. Let's play a game of Euchre because we played Euchre all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, winner, winner buys lunch. And they'd be like, all right. And then they'd win. And I'd be like, oh, no, I lost. <laughs> so now you have to hang out with me some more. <laughs> yep yep oh fucking um, people um i'm trying to like this movie the the resurrections no like i don't i don't even know where to go from here because okay well you, you do it you're, you're the host god <laughs> neo is stuck in an endless so i'm gonna spoil, spoil the, we're spoil, yeah, i'm yeah. gonna spoil the movie now i, th- I don't know what else, what else are we gonna say what else are we gonna say yeah. about this movie like yeah we like, got okay go see it go because see like it. you can't we can't explain to you what it is we both loved it it's super it. meta if you don't like meta things maybe you won't like it but then you probably don't like the original matrix i know people that did not like this movie and i was like i don't understand how <laughs> the thing to me is that like i love meta things mm-hmm. but what we were going to talk about don't look up i can't stand don't look up because it's i don't even know if it's meta it's just an analogy i wouldn't even call don't look up a metaphor it's just an analogy this movie 
is definitely a metaphor. It's mm. not. It's not a straight analogy. Um, but it's but, it, it's so and it's cleverly more, done, right? What what they've done a good job of they've expanded it to say it's not just like quote unquote computers, mm-hmm. right? Like because what is a computer? Like your phone's a computer. You know, you have a computer. You have a console. These are all computers, and you're all you're hooked into all of them in basically the same way now. Like people play games on it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like this movie could have come out and been about wow. Yep. And it would have been a slightly different movie, but it actually could have been about WoW. So I'm going to spoil the movie now. <laughs> Neo's trapped in an endless cycle. Um, and Trinity, technically. And Trinity, but we don't know about that right away. Yeah. Um, he's just, and he's, you know, he's an older, he's Keanu, Keanu Reeves' age now. Uh, he doesn't know, he has flashbacks of things. He's like, you know, freaking him out. The The beginning of this movie is very confusing. Mm-hmm. Um. But it, ma- it makes a lot more sense when you realize they've cloned Trinity and Neo, which I which it didn't bother me at all. Did they? Because they had that was the whole, yes, those are clones. Yeah, I thought those were actually. Oh, them. But they rebuilt them, but it's basically a fuck. You know, what's the ship of Theseus? I, I, you know, I really thought that they had just healed their body, like healed, like put them in sure. there and then healed everything. It's, but it's a ship of Theseus. It's yeah, like, I guess are they clones or they're you know because yeah. they rebuilt their brains as well, right? Yeah, that's fair. Um, so yeah. they're basically clones. They're older. They've been put back into a new version of the Matrix. There's a there's been a war between the machines, and the the red machines won, and the blue machines lost. And now the blue machines, because the blue machines wanted to, want to work with live in harmony with humanity, and the red machines mm-hmm. said fuck that, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like I like that it, the Matrix doesn't just end like the movies oh end and there's peace between everybody it's like eh, what are you talking about there's definitely going to be humans who want to keep fighting the machines and that was, a, that was a going to be robots that was a great thread that they pulled from the last movie because when the architect is talking to the oracle mm-hmm. they were having that you know that back and forth about how things were going to move forward and you know nothing was settled mm-hmm. and and it definitely wasn't settled by the time basically this movie. all that was settled um is that there was a ceasefire yeah Exactly. Right. We had an armistice at best, which is crazy because the machines were about to win. <laughs> right? The machines were about to win. But that's the thing is there's a lot of machines who weren't interested in, in, in defeating all of humanity and enslaving them because they yeah. know there's this endless cycle where the humans eventually wake up out of their po- – this is the crazy thing. So say they wipe out Zion. Are humans going to wake up in their pods, get dropped down the poop chute, and they're somehow going to be like, oh, we're going to rebuild society? Well, I thought <laughs> – didn't they say Which that presumably has happened, right? All, That's presumably well, what's happened. They took all the dead and they liquefied them and used them as nutrients for the yeah. next generation, right? So they would just yeah. take all those bodies and use them as fodder. But, but you know, food. machines screw up apparently. Yeah. That's I don't true. know. Oh. I don't I don't know. There, there's clearly some permanent resistance movement that, that the machines can't seem to stop. Um made by the Oracle. I feel like she's the the constant It's not like the arc the architect see or sorry was the no the architect, architect. is in this movie no who's oh, the, um the, uh, colonel sanders uh what's no the, that's the architect that's the architect yeah. okay he did not seem keen on one way or the other he's like i don't care i just want my program to work mm-hmm. right he's like that's what i care about is like i care about my program to work he did, like he didn't seem to have any other motivation which makes sense he's the program mm-hmm. right um whereas as we find out uh, I was gonna say David Hyde Pierce, Neil Patrick Harris's uh, villain in this movie. Mm-hmm. He cares more than just he's his the analyst. Working. Yeah, he's the analyst. Yes, uh, the 
the, the analyst, the world's first analyst therapist. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. he is, but he is he is a therapist in this movie. Yeah, he, but he, he all, he's pretending to be but Neo's therapist, right? Therapists analyze. They, it makes sense. He's he's an analropist. <laughs> um, oh, I actually they tricked me a little bit because he had blue glasses, yeah. and I leaned over when I was watching the movie, and I said. Did I was I talking to someone? I'm insane. I've gone completely mad. Um, he wears blue glasses, he's got like all this blue stuff. I'm like, oh, blue meant the real world in the Matrix. No, it didn't. Didn't the red yeah, pill? There was a blue tint to the real world and a green tint to the Matrix. Yes, but but it was the pills, right? The blue, yes, blue versus red. Yes, but I didn't think about the pills at oh, first. Oh, yeah, yeah, fair. Because there wasn't a clear blue-red, there was green-blue. and green. Yeah. So I think they were trying to trick us a little bit, and I, they worked on me a little bit. I was like, well, that's weird. Well, this world was also means... not really green. It was more bluish, which I thought was weird. Or neat. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, they were, I mean, they were playing on, if you wanted to really dive into the Matrix and then go see this movie, there's so many things to try and pick from mm -hmm. and be like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, you could just pause the movie and like, okay, where's this going to go? And I was, I was constantly guessing. I didn't you know, I didn't know. I really didn't know how things were going to go. Uh, which is nice. It's a nice change of pace. Unlike a superhero movie. Um, and uh, by the end, I, I, I loved it. I loved the ending. Uh, I loved the duality they did. I like that, you know, they're more important together. Mm -hmm. I like uh, that. Which is a nice message right now. <laughs> the fact that the this Matrix, this new Matrix was built around both of them so that they both mm -hmm. could be the one. Oh, man. And uh, just parallel, parallel the, all the parallels from this movie to all the previous movies. Uh, like I thought it would be a little cheesy because of just from the trailers, and then they were intersplicing like old scenes. I loved it when it actually happened in the movie, mm -hmm. which I thought was neat. Um, the only thing that really what? confused me was when Christina Ricci showed up, and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> that I was guess the you're... cameo." I was talking uh, about uh, like, why is she? What? Oh, I thought you were talking about a different one. No, I was like, okay. what? What? Because she has like one line. <laughs> that she's gone. And then she didn't come back. And I said, no, bring her back. I wonder why is she not in this movie? <laughs> I don't understand. But it's so neat. Like, I love that they went, no, no, no. Machines and humans live together. And they have this cool thing. Like, hey, we're, we have these mm. uh, human machine interfaces that's basically, um, do you remember the thing when you were a kid? It was just a bunch of little the metal pins? rods. Yeah, you, yeah, the pins, and you would stick your face in it. Yeah, yeah, I still and do. That's that. yeah, <laughs> that's what the machine. Is. That's, how the, that's the machine. I love. I thought that was really cool. Mm. Um, I thought it was hilarious. It was like, there's no way to get inside except this man's made of nano machines, and he'll just fly in. <laughs> he'll just slide all straight in. What did you like, think? I'm sorry, I could have just done that from the beginning. <laughs> what did you think of the new uh, Morpheus Smith? Yeah, guess. he's Morpheus. No, yeah. yeah, yeah, but he's a he's, he's a mix of both. He's an amalgam. Program. Yeah, but he's yeah. also a program, which yeah. I really liked. Um, but he's also in the real world. No, I loved it. I thought I thought okay, that makes sense. Why it's right, not Lawrence Fishburne? Mm -hmm. Um, because presumably, well, I guess we find out at some point Morpheus is dead. Yeah, well, it's, um, it's a long time later, 60, sixty years. Yeah. Yeah, I like that there was this long time jump because that's given time because we don't know how long the machines were at war with each other for. Um, mm. Man, I love I love the idea and like opening up this world to go like, hey, hey, like as someone who plays a lot of RPGs, feels like I could play that game. You couldn't play the Matrix as an RPG before. We had games like Enter the Matrix, right? Path of Neo. Um, Those are the only two I remember. Um, there was obviously just the Matrix 
reloaded in res uh, in uh, uh, what's the last one? Res um resol revel revelation. Re resolu resolutions. Revelation. <laughs> it's the mate. Yeah. Okay. Um, those two I believe had video games. Revolution. God damn it. <laughs> which were not great. Um, but some of the other, but now it's like, okay, now I could feel like this is a real mm -hmm. cool because there's more than just the human machine conflict. There's human, human conflict. There's machine, machine conflict. There's a new matrix to play in. Um, even though it's probably more of a sanctuary now as with, with the resolution of the film. Um, but there's still, I love that. Like it leaves it open mm -hmm. for more conflict. There's more cities, human cities, apparently, I guess yeah. now, which there's at least really... two, right? Cause Zion is still around. I thought Zion was gone. Didn't it get well, destroyed? I, I thought she's well. To me, it seemed like there's some kind of remnant of Zion. Okay. Because Io, the new city, which is a great name, yep, um, represents like the hope for humanity that Zion was aptly named. Actually, like the last bastion for humanity, mm -hmm. and this new city is no, no, no. We're gonna try and regrow. It's almost like a Garden of Eden, mm -hmm. um, which is really neat. Uh, and the fact that the because the machines can help them, they can bring back things they d didn't have before. Like they can grow, like specifically strawberries, right? They're like, oh, we can take the code, which is based on real life, and then, you know, whether or not those strawberries taste like real strawberries. Well, it's like what what Mouse was talking about in the first movie. How can you yeah. tell what <laughs> chicken really tastes like? Right. Maybe the computer thought that this was. Yeah, anyway, I, I know when I put this steak in my mouth, a computer is going to tell me it's juicy and delicious, which is it's the same thing. It's the, it's, it's it is the same thing. Yeah. Right? Your brain is releasing the same chemicals. Oh, my God. Um, but the difference is those strawberries actually provide nutrition mm -hmm. and you're not being pumped full of baby goo or whatever. Yeah. Amniotic fluid in, mm -hmm. in a big, big red egg. Mm -hmm. What did you think of Bugs sort of being a really central character in the movie? Like I. From the trailers, I didn't expect her to be sort of like the driving force of the film. Mm -hmm. But in this movie, she was sort of like the hero that's not, you know, our original characters, which I really enjoyed. Um, I Yeah, I like she's kind of a maverick, right? Mm -hmm. Which is always nice. And that's very much in line with Morpheus. She reminded me of Niobe a lot, actually. Yeah. Um, except she... Except Niobe took, like, followed more rules, I guess. Well, that's the thing is Niobe was like, I, she even says in the movie, she's like, I never believed you were the one, but I was willing to bet that you were. Yeah. Right. Which is more of an Iceman thing to me than Maverick. Right. Like if we're talking Top Gun. Yeah. Whereas Bugs is like, no, 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 I'm going to do what I have to do. Like whatever it takes, I'm going to do it, which is a very Morpheus attitude, mm -hmm. even though we have a Morpheus, but he doesn't. He doesn't feel like Morpheus in this movie. He seems like a good well, he's mix. Not a, but the thing is, Neo doesn't need, need a mentor anymore, no. and he doesn't need anyone to believe in him either. So we don't like we actually don't need Lawrence Fishburne's Morpheus anymore. That character wouldn't fit in this movie, whereas. I mean, he's not Morpheus, but he is, you know what I mean? Like, he's mm. called Morpheus, but he is not Morpheus. And But he doesn't do the same thing Morpheus did either, where he's like, oh, I'm going to make him believe. Neil already believes. Yeah. Right? He's just like, I just need to push you. I just need to prod you a little bit. But that could have been anyone. It didn't yeah. have to be Morpheus, right? But Especially it, it, since Neil didn't recognize him the same way. Yeah. It was nice that he was sort of there to get him back up to speed, because that's sort of what he did. He sort of pushed them in the first movie. So it was yeah. sort of like that. And, and then he didn't really get used for the rest of the movie. Sort he did of. fight a lot. He did fight a lot, but... And he was a crucial to, to turning into a bunch of dust and flying into <laughs> a, a drainage yeah. pipe or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Um, but no, I, I I liked Bugs. I actually would I like to see more Matrix movies with Bugs or even mm-hmm. anime or something. I would know? love just a anime. series just on her. Just a, Jessica Henwick cool. is phenomenal. She's even in that Blade Runner animated show that's looks terrible, but that yet. but is well voice acted. <laughs> so, um, I uh, think I like her better in this than I did. I mean, Iron Fist just was bad. Overall, I liked her in Iron Fist a lot. Actually, she was good in Iron Fist. She's the best but, part of that show. Uh, God that damn. I can't remember. The, I can't remember. David Wenham just plays an insane person. Which, yeah, which was that's great. True. That was good. But that was it. That and like. Everything else about that show, unfortunately, sucked. Terrible. Um, she um, was also good in Star Wars, I guess. <laughs> she was in Star Wars. Yeah, she's uh, she's one of the pilots in. Um, Don't say episode nine. No, episode seven. She's the Asian pilot at the end. <laughs> I mean, I that's not that's not a role per yeah, se, right? Yeah, does she even have her. a speaking line? Yes, she like, does. There's probably more. I bet there was twice as much Greg Grunberg as there was her. Of course there was. It's Greg Grunberg. Yeah, he's best friends with the director. Um, um yeah, I like. She was basically the driving force. She was our POV character for this whole the movie. movie. I feel um, like, well, yeah, most of the movie. Well, obviously, you jumped to Neo for parts of it. Yeah. Um, but I like that. Like, we could just move on without Trinity and Neo now, right? And like, mm. we could just focus on how Bugs wants to get things done. Oh, I would love that. I'll just watch anything I, with her. She's phenomenal. I mean, I would like to just see her keep fighting stuff in the Matrix. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like the I do like the idea that um, I guess like this movie is more than just a setup. This movie is a very good movie and mm-hmm. has a lot of commentary on our lives. And it doesn't say one of the great things, but it doesn't say this is good or bad. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really take a stand. It goes, you got to choose, mm-hmm. which I think is very is more important than taking a stand. A lot of times it's more important to choose mm-hmm. than, than to, to not. So in the original films, um, to connect online, to connect to the Matrix, you would have to go through a phone line, which was very much of the time then. But now, mm. in the current Matrix, you they can just go down the broadcast depth and go through any mirror. What did you think of this uh, new change in technology slash our <laughs> technology in our lives that it parallels? I think it's because the Matrix has also evolved, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, I think it, it also from a video game kind of standpoint is what the matrix kind of is, right? It, it's really dumb to like, oh, you can only spawn next to a phone. It's like, yeah. okay, but where are they going to be? Realistically, they probably went, well, the original matrix used pay phones. We don't use pay phones anymore. Yeah. Is the matrix still stuck in 1990 or are we just going to go, what, what would make sense? Well, a mirror would would work because the whole black mirror thing your phone is a black, black mirror. mirror yeah um and there, it does lead to some way more interesting gags i think than like oh because in the original matrix it was like oh you pick up the phone and like the phone cord severed and it's like oh it's tense but neil literally goes how i'm not gonna fit through that yeah <laughs> that's that's a really small man like it's the only mirror we got man you gotta go <laughs> um I, I love that he's like okay and he's like gonna mm-hmm. fit through this tiny little mirror, um, which is a very Alice in Wonderland thing, mm. right? It was the yes. whole perspective. Um, and I'm, I think yeah, there was... it's very, the, the, the movie's very much about perspective, right? Mm. The Wachowskis very much care about that. So mirrors are really good analog for yeah. that. And they did that in the original films too. It just is way more prevalent now, I feel. What do you mean, like touching the mirror? Yeah, and, uh... the, the, all the mirror imagery. Um, yeah. And I think that even with Black Mirror, like the whole phone thing, I think that's... I think Lana definitely took 
accord from that just that idea that we are we're all we all have our own little black mirrors now and they're all little reflections and oh man one of the things i also really liked is that they essentially had a almost like not a hud but they could see their operator in the world yes i yeah i forgot about that yeah that's amazing so which was such a cool way of putting those people in the scene instead of cutting back and forth Mm -hmm. so we're kept in the matrix so visually like for from a film perspective you're kept in the scene which is very nice right you're not cutting away to another character and it's not just voiceover which doesn't work for some people Mm -hmm. there's someone in the scene who can talk to you and there's no reason right because the way the matrix works there's no reason you can't do that and there's kind of no reason they couldn't do it originally but it I think they wanted the more the operator. Movie. They wanted the operator thing, like where phone lines you you would call yeah. the operator. So I feel like that makes more sense in that yeah. world. Um, yeah. Oh man, what did you it, think? It's, yeah, sorry. It, it's fun. It's you know just just improvements, right? Yeah. <laughs> like it's just like it's improvement. Like sometimes you get a video game and you're like, they just you know like oh it's Madden 13, great they just made the same thing. Um, Oh, it's a, it's a J.J. Abrams uh, movie. We're going to just redo the same thing. So for, oh, it's going to be a lot of questions and not a lot of answers. God. Um, but that's the other thing is like they did answer a lot of questions in this mm-hmm. movie, whereas the first Matrix didn't. It left a lot of things. Like, it was very cryptic. It was, a, movie, it was a lot of introducing the world and trying to get you to understand the world. Yeah. I think a lot of yeah. I know when I saw it. Well, I was very high, but it really just was like, I don't understand what's happening. There's so much that's happening. And I, I feel like if they gave me more, my brain might have just exploded at that moment. I um, mean, it is incredible the amount of heavy lifting the first movie did. Yeah. For the, everything else. Maybe that was a problem for the sequels is that they they just did too much in the first movie. Um, I Which don't I don't know. I really like the second and third one, like way more now than I was really hard on it when I watched it the first time. And I don't know the why. Third one I, I don't like as I still I definitely like it definitely goes one two three in terms of the original trilogy. Yeah. But I think this is the second best Matrix film. Yes. Like yes. It goes one and then this one four two three. Yeah. You couldn't say four is better than one because you don't get four without one. And yeah. I mean one is unbelievably good. They're they're like one and four are parallels to each other. Like it's just yeah. they're great Almost bookends. Like mirrors. Hmm. What did you uh what did you think about we had a couple of returning characters from the like 2 and 3 in this movie a little bit older a little bit more some some I of them a little think bit more it was grungy. unnecessary you know like the Merovingian I was talking about oh, I loved the Merovingian yeah. oh I mean that's that's like a cla- that's that's a gag though right that's a great gag um I like that he's not also, important now and that that yeah, excess life cult, is gone. Toys uh, nothing anymore. Yeah. Everything is garbage, right? Everything's disposable. <laughs> uh, where's my he's like a sequel spin-off uh, prequel. That was a great. Oh, it yeah. felt like they were just digging at the well, because like, I also like that almost like Tron, like the programs are breaking down. Like, mm-hmm. He can't fulfill Fuck, functions, I love Tron. so he's like he's breaking down. Um but but whereas but, Niobe f- yeah. felt like she didn't have to be in this movie mm-hmm. necessarily. I like that she was, like, was a connection. It, yeah, it was the thing where it's like it works. It probably works better that it's someone Neo knows. And so it, it grounds them to this world rather than he's in a world he's never been in before. And it gives us a little bit of tension, mm-hmm. but not a lot. Because it's like you're stuck here. And then they immediately leave. Yeah. 
I like that um, Sati ended up becoming more like the Oracle in this movie. Like she was sort of his guide. Yeah. Like I, I mean, it also makes sense, right? In yeah. an evolution of the character. Yeah, she was um, working with the She's more Oracle. active than she doesn't do a whole lot, but she does like. Whereas the Oracle was like, I just lead people to a path. Mm-hmm. Sati's like, no, 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 I can plan for you, right? Yeah. Like she was, she was. I think the only one who really had the the only plan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Niobe was not happy with her. That was great. But Niobe also was like still stuck in some of like the Zion mindset where it's like, Mm. we can do this or we can do this and that's it. Mm -hmm. Which is funny because she was very open to changing in the last movie. But she's older. Yeah. She's more grumpy. I understand. It's not, it's not, I mean, it's not to say that old people can't make as many decisions, but you get tired and Mm. she probably just got locked in a way of thinking, right? Because she didn't think the same as everybody else, but that doesn't mean her way of thinking has evolved on its own either. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, um yeah. I I I I'm going to go on uh I love Jonathan Groff, but I want to talk about Agent Smith because as much as I really liked <laughs> his connection with Matrix with the uh, Neo and stuff, I felt like there were some things that were left on the cutting floor. I don't know. His story didn't seem complete to me. It does seem weird in a movie about duality where we have Trinity and Neo mm-hmm. and Neo has Trinity as his partner. And then we have Smith, which is supposed to be like his negative, but Trinity doesn't have a name. Mm-hmm. It feels odd. Um, <clears throat> because he's so focused on him, on Neo as well. Um, but what was his purpose on being that folks? Like it seemed like he was there to just screw around with the analysts, I feel. And then he sort of disappeared. I don't know. Like, I wonder if it would be different if Hugo Weaving had reprised his role. Like mm-hmm. he intended to, but he had uh, stage work to do, apparently. Yeah. And it's not like Jonathan Jonathan Groff did Phenom- an amazing she's, job. She's phenom- he was phenomenal, yeah. And uh, their fight scenes were excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, the callbacks were good, you know, as you would expect, but yeah. it didn't feel heavy handed. It didn't feel forced. It was just like, no, no, no. Smith still fights like Smith and Neo still yeah. fights like Neo. So they're going to fight each other like they fight each other. So that makes sense. But yeah, it felt like he was only in the movie. Like maybe that was a detriment because he was only in the movie to like show up at the end. And yeah. Do the thing. Yeah. Um, I will say that his turn into Smith was amazing. Like when he sees the gun and just sort of that, Mm-hmm. He, you see something just turning in his brain and then he picks it up and he's like Mr. Anderson it's like oh this this movie has a little bit of like a memento kick to it where people are like figuring out things that they don't remember but they mm-hmm. feel yeah um which which I think is is good like if, it, if this weren't a movie about computers <laughs> which is because computers are so are binary right yeah. so it's like well you either remember something or you don't yeah. Right? And it's like, well, if your files are corrupted, then you can't read them. Yeah. But also, Smith's code was sort of corrupted and rewritten by Neo. Oh, well, yeah. When he, yeah. And, and that's the other thing is that and then we have a half Morpheus, half Neo, or sorry, half Morpheus, half Smith, Smith program. Yeah. But they, and they fight, mm-hmm. which was really cool. But it was like Smith v. Smith. Why? But only partial no Smith. Of- yeah. It did feel like they needed to have a conversation <laughs> about what was going on between them. Should they just absorb into one being? Mm-hmm. Should they separate? Like, should all the code from what, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's the idea of, was this all built on 
Smith's old code, like from the original Matrix. And oh man, like the and, and like, how does Smith even get into the new Matrix? Like, how is he allowed in? Because like, or was it because even... he was part of Neo when they were mm. when they were rebuilding it? Yeah, because it's again, it's been sixty years since the original Matrix, and that one was just shut down. It seems like they just like migrated servers yeah and put everybody in this new matrix archive too uh, and, it's, <laughs> and, it, and it's working better as mm-hmm. well as the thing is like oh because there's a whole thing about like emotions which was very again very meta and very like on the nose for our current political climate it's like making everybody angry really works well builds a lot of power literally and figure in this movie it built it, that, like, he's talking about electricity for the machines but in real life like twitter is a powerful engine because it pisses people off I know I'm on it every day. Me too. <laughs> and it pisses me the fuck off me. I'm very glad they banned someone yesterday or two days mm-hmm. ago. Well, that's Which... what I love about private platforms is that, uh, you know, they can do whatever they want. Yep. That is the benefit of being a private platform. Also freedom of speech, not freedom of consequence. <laughs> it's also freedom of speech against the government, not mm-hmm. other people. Yeah, exactly. Um, Anyway, yeah, we don't have, we, we're in Canada. We don't have freedom of speech. No, we have, Our Charter um, of Rights and free, yep. Freedom of Expression yep, yep. is, uh, is you, what it says. Yep. <laughs> um, but our laws are based around what's reasonable. Yeah. And what's reasonable enough. is you should go fucking watch The Matrix because it's on HBO Max. I didn't go to a theater. I yep. watched it online and it was phenomenal. Not that um, we can go to theaters that much. Theaters yeah. are now closed, even though I got an email today saying that I would have to show proof of vaccination, which I've done before. Yep. But they're closed. Yep. Now. Yeah. Well, they just closed it today, technically, right? But the email was today, Eric. <laughs> well, those are all scheduled like days it, ago. It's so weird. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you, I don't know why you would listen this much if you haven't seen it. Yep. It, it's also a hard movie to articulate. Mm-hmm. I need to watch it again. I should have watched it again actually before the podcast. I've watched. I would have done a better job. I've watched it twice, um, but I didn't watch the originals until just the last day or two, and I feel like I should have watched all three of them and then this again, because I, I feel like that's like you have to watch. That's the only detriment to this movie is that you need to watch the previous movies for for you to really. It would be better. Yeah, I don't. I don't think, I don't think anyone who just jumps into this would like it. It doesn't like I've only seen sense. John Wick. Do you think I should watch The Matrix? No, <laughs> no. Go watch the original three first. Yeah, yeah. Like this one is very reliant on the first three. If there's anything bad to say, I uh, anything I have to say that's bad about this movie is that I think it's the reason John Wick Four was pushed next year. Did well, one hundred percent. I'm very disappointed because they were originally supposed to release on the same day. That would have been amazing. <laughs> I would have loved that because I love Keanu Reeves, man. <laughs> Could you imagine? Because we had Bill and Ted earlier this year, which was amazing. Or I earlier last it year. Actually. Oh man, it's so good. Yeah. Oh. Just yeah, it's on Netflix. I, I got, also I have to rewatch the original Bill and Ted films, but mm-hmm. yeah. You know what? You can watch the third one and not watch the first two. It's still quite good. Yeah, but you know, you feel it, better you know, after watching the first. William season. Sadler and stuff like that. You gotta. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So it's fair. Fair. George Carlin. Yeah. 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 Anything else you wanted to say about the Matrix? The. Um... <laughs> There's there's a sequence um in the boardroom where they're trying to figure out a sequel to the Matrix <laughs> video game that is so very relevant to like EA yeah. or any video game company but very much EA. Um I, I would say also somewhat Activision. Activision right? for sure. Um and <laughs> 
it was just so on the nose and so on point. And then they bring us an another at end of the credit sequence where they're still brainstorming, and it's just so they did they that, did good. To me, that waiting through the credits, uh, I obviously I skipped through them. Um, I'm not worth it for me. I don't think that joke landed well enough for me. I thought it was funny, but I wish Christina yeah. Ricci was there to say the joke yeah, because she makes no sense in that movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, it just she literally shows up for one fucking line. I'm like, what the fuck? There's something else um, I wanted to say about the, the the video game thing, but what was it? Uh, I don't know, but it was really funny. I liked it. I probably yeah, I probably should have explained that in the in the Matrix now the Matrix is a trilogy of video games. Hmm. I and thought Neo was, Neo hmm. made them, which was a really cool. I like the idea that um, Neo, as we see him, um, is not how he looks like in that world. That mm. was an interesting take on it. They're hidden. Uh, yeah, they're hiding everybody because it's, it's an avatar. Yeah. And I um, wonder if Trinity had a different... Because that was her self-realized self, right? Her as Trinity yeah, there's and Neo. Yeah, we never saw it for her. I do feel like there could have been... Like, there was probably stuff... Probably wasn't filmed. Mm-hmm. But stuff that they definitely talked about in the writer's room. They're like, well, Trinity deserves all this stuff, too, mm-hmm. because she is important. And we know that from the last three movies. Yeah. Um, but we're just not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, um, this, this movie would be four hours long. I, I can't wait to get the Blu-ray of this and listen to the director's commentary or the behind-the-scenes stuff. Because how, she, how Lana made this movie, I don't... I mean... It's just so so in a really impressive a really impressive way they didn't try to just recreate shots from the original and they didn't try to one up their effects before because with CGI now you could basically do whatever you want mm-hmm. right and i and they're obviously the Wachowskis are huge anime fans which is what yep. inspired the matrix cinematography originally this movie doesn't feel as anime. This movie nope. feels a little more like quote normal. Yeah, no, I, I guess, agree. Normal Hollywood. Even the and action like, sequences, like the fight yeah. sequences, didn't feel like like I I do like that they didn't try and go like, well, let's tr- keep it an anime. Let's try and keep it because they didn't need to because they don't need to push the envelope in that way anymore. Mm-hmm. This movie's the action is great. Don't get me wrong, um, but I wouldn't put the action. I wouldn't say it's the best part of this movie, actually, no. um, because we are like I get you can't remake what you had, and you're not going to top it now. And the fact that they did it all in camera before, and now it's CGI, wouldn't yeah. mean anything. Um, so I like that they didn't try to like, well, let's let's just do what we did, but with CGI, and it'll be good, right? And it's like, no, it won't. Mm-hmm. It can't be. You can't measure up to what you already did. You already broke that mold. So why, you know? Why go back into it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what else to say other than go see this movie. It was it. it was one of my watch favorite movies times. of last year. I also, I think watching if you can watch it on HBO Max. Yeah. Um, that would help because obviously it's basically not playing in in theaters because of Spider Man. Um. <laughs> Because people seem intent, and not not really anything against it, but they seem intent on making Spider-Man one of the top films of all time, which it deserves to be. It's a fantastic film. Um, but Can we the talk Matrix about it is, on this. 
we talk about we Spider-Man? did a whole podcast about i can't Spider-Man. remember it's been a long time i'm very tired that's why yeah we did we did a whole show about it and didn't talk about anything but spider-man and how great it was, <laughs> it was so good. if you I missed it that was i believe last, was that our last episode fuck that was our last episode i think god damn it um so anyway uh what do you what about you dear listener or viewer if you prefer if you're watching uh mm-hmm. thank you for watching you know i i did this for you yeah <laughs> what are you looking forward to uh if you want to share your thoughts you can first of all get in the comments all right get in the yeah. comments we got youtube we're on we're on twitch we're on twitter we're on instagram we're also on geekswithkids.ca yeah because you can just send us like a straight thing there so if you want to be like hey dave you're beautiful I, you know there'd be okay there have that. been emails like that <laughs> <laughs> but I, I this is the first time hearing about it uh <laughs> I want to anyway, know what if they if people want to see a Matrix sequel or if this is a good ending, because it's a I would say it's a good ending, but I would also like to see sequels. I want to see more too. Like I'm really interested. Yeah, I would be fine and, with it being the end, but you know I want to see more. And what are you looking forward to in the next season of The Witcher or even the Witcher prequel? What are you, oh, what are you hoping man. to see? Because I don't know anything about that stuff. It's not in the I, books. I would love to know. Blood Origin is all new. Yeah. That's what blows my brain. It's all like appendices stuff, which, you know, I love and all, but it's like turning it's the Similarian into a movie, which will never happen. I hope not. It but will never happen. They might make it into a TV series. It'd be a good video game. Yeah. Well, it's all different stories, so I don't, I don't, it's not a That's what I mean. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us on our first episode of 2022. I hope you had fun. I did. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I want to say, uh, you know, thanks to my fellow, my fellow geek here, Eric. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise, you would have been just listening to me, and nobody wants that. <laughs> Everyone wants that. But we'll see you soon. Two weeks. Or you know what? We're back tomorrow, D&D. Tomorrow? Yeah, we're bringing D&D back. Well, what? And then uh, we have a watch party on Wednesday for Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. And then watch and then party on that, and then Friday that. for Expanse, because there's only two more episodes of Expanse. You want me to watch? You want me to watch an entire... How many seasons of Expanse? Five this, seasons This is the Expanse? fifth one, yeah. Or you six, want me then, to yeah. watch... 5.99 seasons of a show in two weeks yeah in two they're, they're short they're, they're they're short seasons so well the the, the last two are short seasons. i don't know man the i want to watch all of daredevil luke cage jessica jones and but you should watch the expanse because it's ending in two weeks just do it it's good you'll like it you'll appreciate it yeah you will all right goodbye everyone bye, bye. Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Check out our pics on Instagram at geekswithkids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like it here, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.